It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation. What's happening? What's good? It's Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. Oh yeah. I had to dig into that one a little bit. I'm still jacked if you can't tell. We're 7 and 2. We're heading out to Minnesota. We're about halfway through this week. It is Wednesday edition of Locked On Rams and my energy level has not dropped. I can't wait for this game this weekend. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm trying to get the guys over at Locked On Vikings on the show so we can kind of pick their brains about this upcoming matchup. I'm going to go into it a little bit today. And over the next couple days as we kind of pick this game apart and start to look ahead till Sunday. But I want to talk a couple things out the gate. Uh, McVay had another press conference today. Talked a little bit about some injury updates. So I want to get there. Again, we've talked about this over the year. One of our best assets of this team has been our injury report. Um, We've only had a few people on it at a time. and Most of our key players are always healthy. Roger Saffold exited the game on Sunday with an ankle injury. Uh, McVay did say if it was a game of importance and it was a close game, he probably would have stayed in. But since the lead was 33-7 to and we basically had that game handled, um, that it wasn't anything that he was too worried about. So he did leave the game. He has been a little limited in practice so far, but they expect him to fully participate on Sunday. So that's no worries. He has been one of our better offensive linemen this year. Obviously, probably second to Whitworth, but Saffold has had a great year, so we got to make sure that he is back and healthy. Then he also talked about Robert Quinn. Um, He had mentioned that he's going to be back in practice today in a limited role. Not sure about his status for Sunday. Depending on how this goes, we may take this a little bit slowly, give him another week to rest. Uh, But all signs point that we should expect him back soon. Other than that, our team's looking pretty good. We got a chance to rest a lot of players late in the fourth quarter. Uh, which is always great. We talked about Todd Gurley trying to go deep in this season. Uh, Guys like Connor Barwin, Whitworth, guys that regularly sit out practice a couple times a week just for uh, rest reasons. Well, they got to rest on Sunday, and that's going to go a long way as we start to get in December, late in the season. So uh, really excited about that. But overall, this team is healthy, heading into Minnesota for a matchup against the 7-2 NFC North division-leading Vikings. So it's going to be a good one on Sunday. I can't wait. The true test of the season is just about to kick off. And with that being said, I mean, you look at our upcoming schedule, we face three of the top 10 teams as far as points per game go, and that is number two Eagles at 31 points per game, the number three Saints at 29 points per game, and the number 10 Vikings at 24 points per game, which is our matchup this week. Not only do they have a good offense via Case Keenum, that's kind of been via a bunch of people behind quarterback there so far, but Case Keenum is the one who is most likely going to get a start. Case Keenum, who will most likely get the start, had a great game last week. I mentioned it yesterday, 300-plus yards, four touchdowns. I actually was listening to him this morning on the Dan Patrick Show, called in, talked a little bit about facing his old team. I found it pretty interesting, so I found the clip. Check it out. This is Case Keenum on the Dan Patrick Show talking about this matchup. Vikings, Rams this weekend. 
Case Keenum, former Rams quarterback, now the Vikings quarterback. Big, big uh, win over the Redskins. Threw for 300 yards, four touchdowns, and it's revenge time against the Rams, or at least that's probably how they're playing this out. Case joins us now. Uh, is there revenge with the Rams this weekend? Uh, you know, I don't know if I'd say revenge. Um, I don't think that's the right word. You know, I'm I'm definitely excited about playing these guys. Um, had this one circled just, you know, just to see everybody. You know, I know everybody from the training room to the equipment room to, you know, some of the some of the coaches and, you know, players. So uh, I'm excited to see those guys. I'm excited to get out there. I've been competing against, you know, those guys on defense and practice for the last three years. So I'm excited to <laughs> yeah, so compete but, on the real field. But now they get to hit your case. Yeah, I don't have the I don't have the other color jersey on anymore, so they're they, they're probably more excited than I am. Who is going to talk to you during the game on that Rams defense? Well, you know, I, I I can already hear Michael Brocker's uh, voice right now. Just you know, hey case. <laughs> so I don't know, man. There's there's a bunch of those guys. Aaron Donald's probably the guy that will just. You know, just try to crush me and not say a word. But uh, can you outrun Aaron Donald? I don't know if anybody can, man. You don't think any quarterback can outrun him? I mean, have you seen the dude? Oh, I know. He's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's won a lot of awards, and and I still think he's underrated, man. He's a he's a heck of a player. Um, I I got a lot of respect for him, and 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 that defense. You know, being quarterback for that that team has, has helped me win win a lot of games. So, I, uh, I I know I know firsthand what they can do. He's Case Keenum, the Vikings quarterback. He believes he's starting this weekend against the Rams. <laughs> well, there you have it. That was Case Keenum on the Dan Patrick Show talking Rams Vikings matchup. I kind of left that last little piece in uh, when he said he thinks he's the Vikings starting quarterback because I don't think until today that they announced that he's going to be the starter this week. So at the time. That was at the point where they were still questioning who was going to be the starter. Case is kind of used to that. You know, he went through his career. He's never really been the guy. So they asked that question earlier in the interview, uh, and he handled it great. He said, I always prepare to be the starting quarterback. You never know what's going to happen and go out there and do your job. I must admit, as much as, you know, we had to deal with Case Keenum and, and the struggling offense, obviously, as you watch him this year, really can't put a lot of the blame on him. He did what he could with what he had meaning wide receiving core, blocking, coaching staff. He's always been a great dude. He was fun to watch on Hard Knocks. You listen to this full interview. Uh, you can go find it on Dan Patrick on uh, YouTube. And he's just a good guy, man. You kinda, they talked about touchdown celebrations and having fun in the NFL. And then obviously you heard the portion of you know rematching here against his former team. He's got tons of respect for these guys. He mentioned Michael Brockers is going to be the guy in his ear. Uh, from the get-go, and Aaron Donald's just going to defeat him, and he already knows it's coming. he's coming for him, man. And uh, if, if you're a smart man like Case sounds he is, he knows Aaron Donald's going to be throwing him on the ground a couple times. So tons of respect, and i got to give respect back to him. He's out there doing his thing. He moved up, went to Minnesota, coming from L.A., so that would be a tough transition from these palm trees and sun to you know flatland and cold. So I always uh, got to give respect where respect is due. In case, I hope all is well. Just not this week, man. Just not this week. We're going to come get you. Uh, so I found that interesting. It's always good to see these kind of the return games, whether, you know, we're going there or you're, for, you're, you're facing your former team, how that reacts. You know, you heard him say it. He circled it from the get-go. He was excited about this game, was hoping he'd get the opportunity at the quarterback. And, you know, as luck had it, he's there, man. He's the guy behind center. I think... 
our defense is just as excited to see him as he is to see the Rams. Uh, they mentioned it in the show. He's been wearing that red jersey the whole time. We haven't been able to hit him. When they got to the quarterback, they kind of maybe got to touch him on the shoulder pad and tell him, hey, I got you, fool. Now they get to throw him in the dirt uh, and hopefully come out with a win, another road win to go 5-0 and on the road. Keeping up with our road warrior mentality, um, I feel like we've really embraced that role. We enjoy playing on the road. Some were worried we were going to play bad at home this last week, but you know what? We had Houston to kind of warm us back up. We're just a good football team. Road, way, neutral, we got it covered. But as we talk about these Vikings here, it's not so much their offense that scares me, although I mentioned earlier in the show they rank in the top 10 as most points scored per game, uh, and they're coming off a couple big victories where their offense looked great. Um, it's their defense that really, really scares me. Um, obviously, we all know Xavier Rhodes back there in the secondary. He's been locking people down all season. Uh, but they've had big contributors like Tom Johnson, who's a you know interior lineman who's who had an amazing game last week against the Redskins, ranked 81 on Pro Football Focus's grade. He was one of their top performers of the week. So he's definitely someone on the line we got to keep an eye on. And then Harrison Smith in the safety position. He's been one of the best in the game so far in the first half of the season. He actually made pro football folks' midseason all-pro team. And then combo that in the secondary with Andrew Sadehu. That's three guys in the secondary that's really going to you know, put a damper on this Rams offense. And look to lock down some of the weapons we have. You know, you're looking at most teams that we match up against. We've got three, four guys going out there on the offensive route tree. And you're thinking, how are they going to stop us all? Well, this team is kind of stacked to, to really compete against those Rams teams. They've got great secondary. And then up front, obviously, as we mentioned, Tom Johnson, he's not the only one. Um, there's Joseph, who's been a run-stuffing force up the middle. He's racked up 24 defensive stops and has a run percentage of 14. So it's one of the best marks among defensive tackles in the league. This defense is no joke. It's going to be a true test for these Rams and that number one offensive rank. But as McVay said, they welcome the challenge, and he is challenging his team. Do you have your best when your best is needed? So if there's anyone out there in the coaching world that can motivate a team to go on the road and face one of these nasty defenses, step up and prove to the world that our team is legit as they think they are in that room, it's Sean McVay. Well, with that said, guys, we're actually going to dive a little bit deeper into that Vikings game, as I mentioned uh, I just got a text while I was doing this from the Locked On Vikings. They're going to be joining us on Thursday night, which would be for the Friday morning podcast. So leading into the weekend, we're going to have some great insight from the Locked On Vikings. Uh, so if you have any questions, get them ready. Maybe I'll send out a tweet. We'll do kind of a little mailbag. Uh, send over any questions you have to the Vikings guys. If you have any questions about their team or what they expect, let me know. I will make sure to ask it on Thursday night, a.k.a. our Friday episode. Again, as I mentioned, you know it's a daily podcast. I'm here Monday through Friday every week. I want to know what you guys want to hear. Reach out to me. If you got anyone you think I should interview, put me onto them, tag me, connect me, whatever you got to do. I'm going to try to get continue to get uh, some fun people to talk to uh, throughout the week. It makes it fun for me. It makes it fun for you guys. So that's awesome stuff. Don't forget to head to iTunes. Leave me a review on Lockdown Rams on iTunes. Make sure to leave your Twitter handle in there and you'll be entered to win a pro football focus subscription. Awesome articles, news, info, 
stats, fantasy stuff, always great stuff. And speaking of pro football focus, I saw a really cool article on there talking about our main man, Jared Goff. So you know me, I'm a big fan of pro football focus. They do amazing things. And one of the things they do is they are focused on every player, on every play, on every game, and it's all tracked. And in doing so, they've put together a chart through 10 weeks, and it looks at how quarterbacks use the three-step concept dropback and how well they perform when they do. Out of the 29 quarterbacks who qualified, and you had to qualify by having at least 15 attempts with a three-step drop, guess who ranked in number one? That's right, your boy, Jared Goff. Passer rating on a three-step concept is 130. Goff's had a breakout season nonetheless in his second year, and his performance on three-step concept is no exception. He's seen the highest passer rating on these passes in the whole NFL. Goff has had 42 passes with a three-step concept, completing 31 of them for 350 yards, four touchdowns, and yes, zero interception. The average depth of these targets have only been three yards, so it's a lot of Todd Gurley, a lot of Cooper Cup across the middle, but you know what? 130 passer rating on the three-step drop. Guess who's number two? Yeah, of course. Carson Wentz. We'll see him here in a few weeks. His ranking is at 118 as a passer rating on those three-step concept. Now, I knew a lot of you guys were going to go three yards per attempt. That's not that impressive. So I got this one ready just as a fun fact part two. Guess who leads the league in yard per pass attempt so far this year? Yep, our boy. Jared Goff, averaging 8.49 per attempt. That puts him ahead of quarterbacks like Alex Smith, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, and our boy Carson Wentz is down there on that list too. So he has 172 completions on 281 yards. It's a completion rate of 61, not bad. 2,385 yards, his long of 93, which also... Ranks on top of that list, minus Ben Roethlisberger's 97-yard touchdown earlier in the season. And again, his stats look great. 16 touchdowns to four interceptions. I love that. Only 13 sacks. Great stuff from coming from the quarterback. He's pushing the ball down the field. And as we've seen over the last couple games, he's starting to connect. So look out. This offense is finally getting into its groove. We're 10 weeks through the season, and our offense is clicking. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. And with that being said, we talked about how much attention is getting out here in L.A. Fans are really starting to take notice. Uh, The nation is taking notice. We have just been flex scheduled with the Rams-Saints game. They're switching it from the 4.05 start. They're moving it now to CBS at the 4.25 start from the Coliseum. A little bit of movement there. I think a lot of people were hoping that at some point we'd be flexed into the Sunday night game. And yes, we all have that Week 14 matchup circled on our calendar, Rams-Eagles. I think that is going to be our best chance to move our flex schedule into the Sunday night game. It'd be cool because the Rams have not had a national TV game this year, except, and if you're counting, that Thursday night game with the 49ers, which turned out to be a barn burner uh, and was a little bit nerve-wracking at times, but was a great game to watch, and that was primetime on Thursday. Uh, which every team gets that. So we have had no other scheduled games that are primetime. So hopefully that Rams-Eagles games, if all things kind of continue the way they are, we'll get that primetime game and it's going to be fun to watch. 
Well, guys, this is the Wednesday edition of Locked On Rams. I appreciate Rams Nation as always. Reach out to me at Locked On Rams at LA underscore Rambling Bear. Send me any questions you have for the Locked On Vikings crew. We're going to talk things over on Thursday night. So you got a couple days to get that in. Make sure to reach out to me, get your questions in. I want to know what you want to hear with that matchup. There's a lot to know about their team. Defense is great. Offense is trending up right now. It's going to be a fun matchup. We're going to continue to dive into that later in the week. I'm hoping to get James back at some point this week for some more chatter about this matchup coming up. But until next time, Rams Nation, peace. Hey, Locked On listeners. You already love our network and NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.